0: Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Are you still there? To delete this message, press 7 to save it in the archives. Press 9 to hear more options. Press 0. What are you t-
1: Talking about Ayo We're back Battle for LA podcast <laughs> Episode 17 Part of the Clutch Points <laughs> Network I am Tomer Zarli Your LA Clippers reporter That is Ryan Ward I don't even our, know this guy Our Lakers I reporter He's exhausted Poor guy uh, Yeah Poor guy needs a nap
0: right. Old man needs a nap
1: We're in August Dead time But we're getting closer to September Which means media day uh, Training camp uh, Pre-training camp camps all over the states where guys take their teams uh so we're just gonna jump right into it as you guys may know kobe week is coming up or kobe kobe day and then kobe's birthday right kobe's birthday is august 23rd mm-hmm. and then kobe day is august 24th for eight twenty
0: four. 24
1: yeah a 24 um so i was just thinking ryan what um you know do you have a, a memory of yours from kobe that you maybe a question you asked him or anything like that that you remember
0: um with Kobe, when you engage with him or anything like that? The best one at the whole time was his last season when I asked if he could match or if anybody else in the league could match or surpass um, his 81 points. And I didn't know what to expect from the answer because Kobe was so unpredictable when you send questions this way. He'd either totally embrace it or totally make you look like an idiot. <laughs> and as it was so nerve wracking, ask him anything anything you're like holy he could take it one way or the other real quick but he immediately was like yeah he totally thought it was possible and i wanted to back it up with saying like oh who do you think do you think it could be kd do you think it could be steph and i think at that time clay just dropped that ridiculous amount i think he had like 37 in the court at that time something Something like that yeah yeah. and i was just gonna mention him too but they cut me off after that they're like that was the last question in the whole thing but yeah, he was he was really open about it, and he embraced the possibilities that basically anything can happen.
1: Well, I can only imagine the nerves having to ask a dude a legend like Kobe a question. I was
0: pretty nervous. And he, the cool thing was that after I asked it, the guy next to me he's like, oh, "That was a good question." Because it was the season where <laughs> that, that's cool. Kobe was getting every question asked, and even like the same question asked different nights, because people were just gassed from questions, like they they couldn't think of anything original anymore.
1: Here's the audio clip from that night where Co- uh, Ryan asked Kobe that question about his 81 points. Is
0: there anybody in the today that can match or surpass 81 points? I think so. I think so. It's just a matter of, you know, it's, um, you have to believe that it's possible. You have to believe that it's possible. You got to be in tip-top shape to be able to do it, too. You gotta, it's, uh, it takes a lot of energy to be able to carry that energy for the duration of the
1: Ryan, do you think anyone could uh surpass Kobe's 81 now in today's NBA with the sort of run and gun style we have?
0: I don't think so. I think the only person that may be able to do it is somebody like Clay, who can just, you know, run off screens and it's not dribbling the ball a lot and getting shots off and just just having an incredibly hot night, and Steve Kerr's like, I'm gonna let I'm gonna ride this. I'm gonna let him go. But then again, Clay's coming off knee surgery. Yeah. So I'm yeah, not saying he's, Clay's gonna be different, but there's a chance he he might not be.
1: Clay's a guy I could see do that. Just because the thing is they need to be in a close game. Because when Clay's when Clay gets it going like that, well even Kobe's they usually, was a usually close game.
0: They were down twenty in the first half of that, right? Like and Kobe then they ended up winning by twenty. To, well, I mean, yeah, I think he had like two assists in the whole game too. Oh, God. But, uh um, yeah, he had to he had to kind of turn it on for them to, to win that game. It's
1: just that when I've seen Clay have these light up nights, they're usually blowing teams out. But like, mm-hmm. I think his, the game he had 14 three-pointers was against the Bulls, and that game was over by halftime. He even
0: had a really hot night against the Lakers when I was there uh, covering the game. Oh, wasn't that this year? Nine yeah. Nine threes or something like that? It was, it was insane, and we all knew it was coming too. Like everybody, we're, I was sitting in the middle, like the, you know, the prime seats, Yeah. Um, and he was just one three after another after another, and they just could <laughs> not stop it. And I'm like, dude. And I was sitting like two or three seats away from his dad. At
1: that point, it's fun to watch.
0: It's yeah. just so fun to well, watch. Well, I mean it was like, you know, the Lakers were already done practically. They just put, you know, a fork in them. They they were they were done. Uh we were just like, whoa. I was just wondering how how far is this gonna go.
1: Yeah, that would I we need Clay back.
0: Clay needs to be back in the NBA soon. Get yeah well, Clay. But there's others. Was it K D, maybe, if he comes back and he's the same guy. I think it might be a stretch now. But I feel like and then Devin Booker dropped, like, 70. Yeah, Devin
1: Booker is the guy who could, you know, like, even, that though the, like even though the Suns will lose, he'll go for it was points.
0: kind of a bad 70. Wasn't the it? last
1: 10 were just, like, foul to get him more shot attempts. <laughs> yeah, it it's, like,
0: it's like, what you do in 2K? Yeah. to get more points on yeah, the board. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It wasn't um, a clean one.
1: I think I think you could see Kevin Durant do it uh, if he yeah. comes back
0: healthy. Um, maybe Steph, hey, you know, maybe Steph this year, if you think about it. If Steph's kind of on an island with just him and D'Angelo, and he's got to start providing a little bit more offense,
1: he's gonna have to. He's yeah. gonna have to.
0: Not saying D'Lo can't score, because obviously we know D'Lo could score, but um, he's no Clay Thompson.
1: I feel like Anthony Davis can maybe not eighty-one, but eighty-one for Davis at his position. It's <sighs> it it'd require a lot of points, a lot of a lot, a lot of work inside, like a maybe, lot of free throws. Maybe pour it
0: on, but like that because that's going to be a lot of twos. It's not going to be a lot of threes. Yeah, yeah. I think the guys that can do it. To have to do it now? Because I think even Kobe, I think he had 12, 12 threes in the 80-point Attempted, point weekend? I think. I'm not sure. No, he made, I think he made seven or eight threes. Seven or eight? Something
1: th- like that, yeah. I don't
0: know, dude. I think he might have had 12.
1: Um Another guy I was looking at, maybe if he just catches fire, Paul George maybe, because we know he can, he can light it up. Yeah. I don't know about 81, but.
0: I think that's too much for him.
1: And coming off sh- uh, shoulder surgeries. Um yeah, so Kobe's line from that night was 28 of 46 shooting. He shot 7 of 13 from the three-point line and 18 of 20 from the free-throw line. So. Take notes, kids.
0: <laughs> 18 of 20. Missed Made 28
1: field goals, missed 18. And what
0: did you say he had from the three-point line?
1: 7 of 13.
0: Why did I think 12, though? Because he had the record. He for, had the record at uh, With him and Danielle Marshall, I yeah. think, for a while. Yeah,
1: until so Steph wrote that. And then um, didn't
0: Clay break that on top of that? Yeah, or tied 14
1: is 14 three-pointed against the Bulls <laughs> These guys year. are crazy. Hey, two assists for Kobe, though. Two assists for Kobe that night. Yeah,
0: dropping dimes all night right there. <laughs> First quarter, second quarter. All
1: right, now what about... This one's a little tough, but can you give us... Have you had an embarrassing story involving Kobe Bryant yourself? Have you seen
0: anything like that? <laughs> it's not that tough, actually. This one's pretty easy. Really? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, to be honest with you. But... It was around Christmas time and uh, I promised my mom, she's not great with technology, so I promised I'd make a playlist for Christmas music because I was going to fly out there like the next That's day. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. And so I did this right before the game and I didn't close the Spotify.
1: You made app. the playlist right before the game. The yeah. Christmas Day game.
0: Right. And I get to the arena and everything's fine. Go through the game, everything. Go in the locker room and Kobe scrums starting to gather and kobe comes out and then i turn on my phone or at least get it to where it's going to record audio and all of a sudden jingle bells starts playing about as loud as possible no yeah yeah and then the serious? first guy to look at me is the pr guy at the time john black who uh is about as intimidating as anybody in that room and i'm just like i could i couldn't figure out how to turn it off i guess because he was it was like background app that was playing and oh it was my so wow it's like jingle bells and everybody turns to look at me and i'm like kobe included
1: Shit. huh kobe included
0: i, I couldn't see kobe because he was he was too far into the scrum Jeez. so I, I wouldn't be surprised because everyone looked at me and then john black says oh that's a fine that's a fine <laughs> <laughs> you've been fine <laughs> yeah oh, i was like that's God. a five dollar fine or something like that but man i was like bright red i was like should i just get out of here should I just get out of the locker room after this? It was so embarrassing. So uh, do, you,
1: do you attribute that song to any bad memories now? Like whenever you hear that song, do you think about that moment?
0: Yeah, yeah. Little pee comes out of me when I hear jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> <a> little pee. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I'll never forget that, man. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, of course this would happen to me in the middle of the locker just room. Just trying to
1: be a good son, creating a playlist. Just
0: and- doing something nice. <laughs> and then, nope. How long did it take you to turn it off? Do you? Remember? Oh God! Good thirty seconds. Did it feel like thirty seconds? It felt like two hours. Oh, it felt wow. like everybody was looking at. It was like when you go on stage at like school or something, and you everyone's do, all eyes. Everybody's looking at you, and you, you, you just get frozen, right? <laughs> That's how it was. I was like, like I'm shaking as I'm like playing with my phone, I'm like trying to turn it off. And it's just not working. <laughs> oh God, that must be so embarrassing. Oh man, it was so bad.
1: So a couple guys the Lakers have looked at, and uh, we touched on them briefly in the CP podcast. But Joakim Noah and Dwight Howard have been reportedly uh, are two guys who have reportedly been looked at by the Lakers. They're considering. Um, I don't know which guy fits better. I think Ryan probably has a better idea of who
0: we he, who he feels fits better with the Lakers. I would say Noah, and I don't even think there's a. I don't even think there's an argument to be honest with you. Really. Yeah, I just think he's a better all-around player right now. Dwight, Dwight had strengths on defense, and that's about it. <laughs> and then offense on occasion, but uh, I think Noah is just good all around, and I think he's more of a team guy. And I don't think he's going to bring any any uh, drama.
1: Oh, the main the main thing they're going to need is a guy who can give you eighty two games, close to eighty two games, twenty minutes give you twenty to twenty two minutes a night because JaVale's not gonna be able to play more than twenty five. Yeah. Uh A D will have to play some five. I, I just I don't believe that he won't play any five. He'll have to at some point play some five. Possibly. Uh in small ball lineups. But But if
0: if I mean they're gonna be all about um taking care of A D in any way they possibly can this year. Just so he to secure him for the future. So Yeah. If I he agree. demands saying, Hey, look, I I am not doing this Then you're not then shit, you know, maybe they bring on three centers, you know? Or two on top of uh, McGee. I could see that. I could see that. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I just think Noah's the better fit. I think Dwight brings baggage to something that shouldn't be a baggage position. Should be some guy that's just come in ready to work and that's it. There's no question marks.
1: Joakim Noah would be perfect for the Clippers. I thought he'd... I thought they would look at him. Maybe, maybe they have. Um, I thought
0: he'd be a perfect fit. You got a guy who probably was the uh, perfect for the Lakers. Zubach.
1: Oh, that was before Magic Johnson gave him away for free.
0: Think about it. Like, right now, you wouldn't even have that problem. Wouldn't even be an issue. That's actually
1: crazy to think about. The position the Lakers are severely lacking in. Is one guy that they gave away for nothing. And the one that the Clippers are more than happy with. Jeez. Thank you, Magic.
0: Yeah, seriously. Shout out, Magic Johnson. That was a bad move, I think. I mean, I know they just they didn't want to pay him, per se, because they wanted to go all out for he all these guys. He got paid $7 million a year. Well, that's that's what I mean. I mean, they, and they paid what Boogie what was it three point five? Yeah, so half what Boogie was getting. Um, yeah, but
1: look, Zubats is young. You you covered him. He's and he's young, got yeah, and he's got personable.
0: Promise. He's a great guy. Yeah, like he's he's a good team guy, and he just wants to learn. He just wants to learn everything. He wants he wants to expand his range. I mean, he he's he's the perfect more
1: player. than that. Zubats is understanding. He actually was okay with the Game of Thrones ending. He knew <laughs> he had he, he saw the vision that they Still had for get Game over of thrones. Like well, I talked to him at Summer League about this and he was I was yeah. like, dude, how terrible was Game of Thrones ending? And he was like, actually it wasn't it wasn't that bad. He's like, I could see the I could see the vision for it. They had to end it. Either way, people weren't gonna be happy. So Yeah. And I was surprised. I was like, Zubots, this is a very professional answer.
0: Very nice. He's a good dude. I always love talking to him. Um always give you a good answer. Always spoke well, like he was very respectful.
1: Well, while the, uh, while the Lakers are contemplating who to sign the Clippers have, or are close to making a couple of deals here. So they're, they've officially signed Patrick Patterson, uh, who was waived by the, or bought out, I believe by the Oklahoma city thunder. Um, uh, so he's, he's on the team. Now I think Paul George had something to do with that. Um, apparently Paul George's wife or girlfriend and Patrick Patterson's wife or girlfriend, significant other, uh, they're really close friends. So I think Paul George had a bit of recruiting there and the Clippers were like, all right, let, let's bring him over. Uh, Strong-minded vet.
0: When there was wasn't there a little thing there for a week or so? Like he's like, ah, oh, that's fake news. That-
1: yeah, he said, don't believe the rumors yet, which I would thought was weird considering it uh, was all Woj reported it. it just and seemed like a week like later a he signed, sealed,
0: delivered. You know, just a matter of time. Which obviously that's what it was.
1: I don't know what was behind that, but he's here. He's part of the team now. Um, another guy the Clippers are closing in on a deal with. Is uh, a guy who the Lakers almost hired as their head coach, yeah,
0: who they almost closed
1: in on a deal with
0: too. Tyron right. Liu. Tyron Liu. Have a deal in principle, but that's didn't true.
1: Work out. Well, I told I told Magic uh, Brian off off the uh, air. Lakers are a bit less competent than the Lakers than the Clippers, so uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to see the Clippers closing this deal very soon. Um, yeah. But yeah, enjoy the, the Clippers, that backup
0: role there, Tyron. <laughs> the
1: Clippers are hiring, are closing in on hiring 2016. NBA champion head coach who led LeBron James, uh, knows him very well. Um, but couldn't get hired on his team. Couldn't get hired on his team, no. Couldn't. Lakers couldn't add a few million there. and That's
0: still weird to me. That whole situation is still weird.
1: Lou got his coaching start with the Boston Celtics back in the, I think 2008 it was, something like that, 2008 or nine. Uh Doc Rivers brought him on, created a spot for him
0: that full staff of like guys that went on to become coach coaches right with Thibodeau and um, yeah Tibbs and who's the other guy? Somebody else was there. Alvin Gentry maybe? No, no, he was he was on the Clippers staff. Huh. I know we're forgetting somebody now I think was on that staff. No, he was. I'm just saying like there there was more than one that became a success after he left. But yeah, Lou
1: Lou got to start with with Doc Rivers and so they'll be reuniting now. Uh Lou was an assistant on the Clippers too, back in twenty. I believe it was twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Before he left to become an assistant with the Cavs, and then eventually became head coach. Um,
0: Surprised to see Lou take that job? Not really, because I think he was just going for a job at this point, and they're a contender, and he's familiar with Doc, and he knows LeBron's weaknesses. Yeah, and what other kind of way to slap the Lakers in the face, by signing <laughs> with the, the rival yeah
1: <laughs> i think it's a good move for him um, championship coach on the team you know i don't know Not what bad news
0: for for coaches are anymore because it's like they're dime a dozen and they get fired quickly their life spans like what two years
1: i want to say right now that the clippers have the I want to say third, second, or third longest tenured coach
0: was Popovich. Well, Doc's one of like the few. Yeah, He's like Doc's one of like or five that that have a job and there's a lot of job security, well, like him, Pop, obviously, right? Oh, Eric um, Spolstra, Brad Stevens, Spolstra, Quinn Snyder's been
1: decent, been pretty good.
0: Yeah, but would you be surprised to see him fired no. if they had a? He bad hasn't season? been there as long, so no. Yeah, so like, those those four then, I, I bet you there's another one we're not thinking of, but those Rick guys. Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle. There you go. Perfect. And I don't know why. I mean, he's he's had a lot of down seasons. Yeah, but he led them to their first title in 2011,
1: which is that huge. was 2011. Yeah, but who was on that team? They they made it work. It they did beat LeBron D. Wade. What has
0: he done since then? Hey, they have Kristaps and Luca. Keep Dirk alive. Yeah, <laughs> like that's about <laughs> it. Piss off Rondo.
1: I wouldn't be surprised to see the, the Mavs contending next year. So
0: get contending,
1: contending for a playoff spot.
0: Okay, that's a, oh no, not, they're not title. Frame contenders. That no, location. no, they're not
1: title contenders. They're they're playoff contenders.
0: They'll be a fun team to watch. I'll give you that.
1: Uh, another another guy the Clippers are closing in on reportedly is um, Chauncey Billups. Big shot, big shot, Chauncey Billups, who will be joining Brian Seaman as the color commentator for the Clippers broadcast. Brian Seaman,
0: nice dude. Tomari introduced me to him at the uh, Kawhi. Oh pressure. yeah, that's true, that's true. He was so nice. It's rare. See people that nice in this business these Different days. Different organization, man. I'm telling you. Jeez. But um,
1: yeah. No, he'll be joining on. Which uh I believe it was two years ago that the Cavs were interested in bringing Billups on as their GM.
0: I think it was the pist. Was it the Pistons?
1: No, uh, I think it was the Cavs. It was the Cavs. No, yeah. Before you, they brought Kobe Altman on, that was um, that was circulating for a while. He was doing ESPN he'll, uh, he'll, NBA countdown. He'll get a front office job eventually. I think so too. But he was yeah. doing NBA countdown last year, and I heard he was not coming back. So, yeah, well, Pierce um, I think this is a good pickup. Right?
0: Who was that? Yeah. He, him, him and Pierce were the two not coming yeah,
1: back. Yeah. Uh, this is a good pickup for them. Former Clipper suffered a, I believe it was Torn ACL. It was in 2012 or 2013, one of those years. He had a good career, though. Yeah, he did. He did. He a good Clippers run. got him on the downside of his career. But yeah. He had a good run
0: with a, the Nets, good run with the Pistons, or not Nets, uh, Nuggets, sorry uh yeah he he did all right for himself and now he's people respect him so he'll get another job
1: another interesting thing i've seen is kyle kuzma's uh team usa
0: roster spot is not secure it seems that way it might be down to joe harris and uh kuzma for that final spot even with fox uh you know dropping out which kind of surprised me i thought fox was one of those guys that was like all about just playing ball and Maybe they advise them, hey, look, eh, maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't do this. I hope Kuzma makes it. I just just out of selfish reasons, I want to see him play uh, a little bit more. Um, but he <laughs> pop may value uh, a three point shooter, knock down three point shooter more more than Kuzma. I, I heard, just I heard those guys are complaining about the ball. Are they really? Yeah. God, especially the guys that can shoot like him and Chris Middleton, uh, Harrison Middleton. Joe Harris did have a bad game. Well, last game, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But um, That's not good, though. Like, if he has a bad game and he's still in the bubble with that guy, like, what's Kuzma done?
1: I'm just confused as to who who's going to play guard. they have two guards left? It's just That's why. They have a surplus of fours. They I have think. Donovan Mitchell and they have Kemba Walker. Am I missing anyone else? Mark is smart, but he's injured.
0: Yeah, but I think he's coming back. I just saw something uh, report.
1: He's I think said, he'll, he'll come back, but it's just.
0: It's going so to be like the Boston Celtics. <laughs> yeah, be,
1: Kemba's there. Could be another reason. Jalen Brown, Kuzma. <laughs> Celtics yeah.
0: guys don't want him around. No, but um, yeah, that would suck. That would suck for Kuzma. That's that's a uh, that's unfortunate considering how hard he's worked during the off season. But I'm acting like it's already done, and it's not. So maybe I'll maybe I'll keep his roster ros- spot. I don't know, but I just feel like I, hope
1: so. I just feel like. So many guys are dropping out. And that they have what one guy to drop now? Another dear fuck Yeah, I out? think it's one spot. So one guy's flying back from Australia on a very sad flight by himself. Long sad flight. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um in case you guys didn't see, uh on on I think it was Instagram on the Clippers New Assistant goes, they hired someone, Kawhi's good friend. Uh Kawhi let his hair out. He's got an afro.
0: He's he home. Got, he's home. He's relaxed. He's got an afro. He's and playing I, golf. I couldn't believe that's what it was. It was a golf course, yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't. I cannot picture Kawhi Leonard playing golf.
1: It just doesn't. That's st- the issue. I can't imagine him with a, with an afro. Uh, he comes. He looks like a seventies player. Eighties players player are to me.
0: with hairstyles nowadays. They have a new one every week.
1: I'm just surprised to see Kuzum. it. There you go, right there. The ice cream cone.
0: The uh, the the Odell Beckham of the yeah. NBA. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not surprised. I was. I was like, wow, this guy really gets out and does things.
1: Apparently. It just doesn't seem like he had the personality. New home in San Diego. Why not? Let loose. And last but not least, Uh, Gary Payton, uh, who is coaching. The
0: Glove. Former
1: Laker. Coaching the Three-Headed Monsters, I want to say. The Big Three.
0: I believe that's right.
1: Yeah. Coaching the Three-Headed Monsters of the Big Three. He um, did a media interview the other day and just... uh, had some interesting things to say. He said that you know, for one, he mentioned that what what did he call Patrick Beverly, his young fella or something like that? Youngster, youngster, youngster. So he's he's my youngster. Uh, <laughs> said he's been in a lot of Clipper games and he's worked out with Pat Beverly. Tell you what, that
0: is one of the most animated guys I've ever been around. Remember when we were in Vegas? Gary they, yeah. It was Peyton and uh Jason Terry having that kind of like shoot off or the shootout, yeah, yeah, and they were throwing like hundred dollar bills on Dude, the ground. There was a few thousand there, man. The shit talking that was going back and that forth was, was hilarious. In
1: case you guys, I don't know, maybe we didn't post a story. You guys didn't see it. Um, Ryan and I went to the big three uh, draft that was, lottery.
0: That was, uh, was May. No, that was the draft workout. And then the lottery was the oh, next it was day. Oh, the
1: draft workout. And then the lottery was that later that night. Yeah. Com,
0: com, comp, no. Tarkanian, Tarkanian Center. No, what was. What? Okay. Okay. Whatever. I was going to say, what was the name of the thing that we went to? The oh, big the combine? combine. There you go. God, combine. Well, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't think of combine. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we went to the big three combine.
1: At the end of it, uh, Gary Payton and Jason Terry were trash talking a little bit.
0: Hilarious. It was
1: the best part of the whole yeah, thing. There was they were saying, "I could be you in a three point shooting contest. I'm I'm this. I'm that. Whatever." Long story short, uh, guys whip out hundred dollar bills out of their pockets, throw them on the floor, and we we I'm telling there's 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 at <laughs> least there's at least what. $4,000 or $5,000? I don't before? remember.
0: One of the guys said... It was a good amount. And we were just like kind of stunned that this was going on while we were filming the whole thing too.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, the, we were filming it. They were cool. With, we were filming it. It was yeah. just a loud... just We just talked. We one-on-one. just talked.
0: We just interviewed Jason Terry like 10 minutes before that. And he walked over. And he was nice. Really nice.
1: Yeah, nice guy. Um, So yeah, and Jason Terry ended up winning that one uh, mm. against Gary Payton. Which... You also see Gary Payton lose a lot of trash talking competitions, but he lost yeah. that one. Yeah, uh,
0: which well, is Jason fun. Terry's in shape and he's he was playing in the league, so and he's a shooter, so. and he's a shooter. Yeah, uh,
1: but yeah, do, do you buy the whole uh, sort of Gary Payton comparison for, for Pat Beverly? I
0: can see it a little bit because the feisty kind of defender getting your face, uh, don't care what anybody thinks, kind of deal. Yeah, I could see that. He's just loud
1: too. Yeah, loud and with his with his play style, with his physicality.
0: I mean, Payton was better all around. I mean, he's a
1: Hall of. Oh fan. yeah, no, no, I'm not saying reason, you know, he's on that level, but he's got some of the same traits that make him a nuisance, just like yeah. Gary Payton. Yeah, he's did.
0: same, yeah, same kind of, uh, same kind of player, I guess you'd say.
1: It's good to see that kind of basketball continue on, even though yeah, it'll,
0: it'll die out soon enough, man. You think so? I give it five years, and you won't see guys like that anymore.
1: I no hope more not. Defensive
0: minded guys. I hope not, but I'm just from what I've seen. It's Just like every year, it's like these guys die off. It's more about resting and conserving your energy and load management. You know, it's just a different game now. That's I, why I love seeing guys like Beverly. That's why I was hoping the uh, the Lakers would go after him. When he be, you know, it didn't seem like he was considering anybody but the Clippers, though, did it?
1: Hindsight twenty twenty. I mean, people, there were concerns. I mean, among fans, anyways, that uh, Beverly could leave for a big offer from mm-hmm. the Lakers, from the Kings. Because uh, you're not only taking him. And adding him to your team, you're taking him off the Clippers, which is huge. Exactly. Um, but them retaining I mean. him and then the Lakers not getting him was uh, a big step towards their big summer. So, mm. um, yeah, it's always fun to watch Pat play. I'm, he's always got fiery answers. Yeah. Uh, he he knows what to say. He knows you know. He'll come in like last year when well, I think when they beat the Lakers with LeBron healthy. Uh he came in and was like,
0: "Oh yeah, I forgot you told me best that. team in
1: LA, best team in LA, y'all." Didn't think we'd be the best team in L.A. What did I tell you? Something like that. Just just straight trash talking. Yeah. And the Lakers locker room is just across the hall. They when when he's
0: saying like, oh, you guys want to talk to us now? You guys want to talk to us Oh, well? yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: <laughs> he claims that only seven people were at media day, which is a lie. I think it was more like 15, 16. Mm. I was one of Still, on. there's like a
0: couple hundred at the Lakers media
1: uh, day. <laughs> yeah, I think they had them back to back. That's why. It was like Clippers 11, Lakers 1 p.m. So like a bunch of people had to go over or like drive quick or whatever. So, yeah. in any case, um, yeah, Patrick Beverly super out there. Um, he was like, "Oh, now you guys want to talk to us? Now that we're the best team in LA, you guys thought I was kidding?" Jeez. And uh, yeah, no, that was that was hilarious. That was so funny. Um, well, that about wraps it up for the. Battle for L.A. Podcast, part of the Clutch Points Network. I am Tomer Zarli, your L.A. Clippers reporter. You can follow me at T-O-M-E-R-A-Z-A-R-L-Y on Twitter and Instagram. That's Ryan Ward over there on that end. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan Ward L.A. Uh, As always, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, uh, and Google Play. Uh, If you have any comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, anything like that, Tweet us or DM us on Instagram or any of that stuff. We, we love to hear it. We really love to hear it. Uh, also, leave us a good review. I don't know if we mentioned that part, but leave us a good review. Super important. And uh, yeah, that, that's it. We'll, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Hope you guys enjoyed it. <sighs>